Aldrin Sampia on Beyond the Headline. 0614-104-107, your tweet at Aldrin Sampia, and you can also drop me a call on 86 We're in conversation next with the Higher Education Minister, Dr. Blade Nzimande. Higher Education Minister, Dr. Blade Nzimande, met with the University of Fortier today to discuss a variety of issues, including the safety of the Vice-Chancellor and the dysfunctions within the Council. The University has been dealing with the assassination attempts um, at the Vice-Chancellor, Professor Sakela Buhlungu, alleged illegal cyber surveilling of staff members and investigations around academic fraud. The convocation at the institution had also raised issues about being excluded from important decisions. What is the way forward? The minister now joining us on the line. Minister, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Minister, when you arrived at the university, Utole in Luiwile, or is everything still fine? Well, thanks, Adrian. There are definitely challenges there, but we had a very constructive meeting with the council today. Uh, the first thing I'd like to say, of course, we're meeting against the background of some people having been arrested. They are facing charges. Of course, we hope that the people who are arrested are the right people that should be arrested and that the case and that the state has a strong case. Secondly, we had a very uh, open and frank discussion with the with the council. Well, the first thing we were doing was actually just to give them an assessment of where we think they are in terms of the post-administration period tasks that we had agreed upon. And secondly, also then, I, a lot of issues were raised with me by different stakeholders, you know, the unions, the convocation, uh, on the challenges that they have, including, by the way, the Audit and Risk Committee, which had uh, written to me to say that they've got lots of challenges they are unhappy about. They feel that council is not functional. They feel that there isn't enough accountability uh, by management, you know, and so on. But what is positive is that at the end of it all, all members of council agreed that there is no need actually for different components of council to be going to report. They must discuss everything up front amongst themselves. They have a council meeting on Tuesday and that no matters must be excluded uh, from the discussions, including all the allegations that the stakeholders are making. For instance, that there is surveillance of people's phones and emails illegally, and I made it clear that's totally illegal. No institution has a right except law enforcement agency. They were also complaining that certain items are not discussed on the agenda of council. But we left having agreed that all these matters need to be looked into and that also at the same time they will write a comprehensive response back to me on the many issues that were tabled today. So I am quite positive that we will actually find a way of ultimately resolving these problems. Were you able to confirm, though, Minister, that indeed staff members were put under surveillance? Well, I couldn't confirm then. I asked the council to to me. Are there surveillance that has been happening, you know? And of course, given the seriousness of this matter, I had already raised this on the side with both the Minister of Justice and the Minister of Police that I'm having these allegations. So when I then get a response, I will then take it forward to actually double check that indeed there is no one who is actually doing this. Some of the constituencies like uh, the convocation are convinced 
They even say actually the university itself had acknowledged that in, in, in some of its communication. I will stand up very firm on this matter because we are a democracy and a constitutional state. There is no place for such mafia-type behavior from any of our institutions. I am not going to withstand that. So as soon as council responds to say either there is, they will then have to explain why, or there isn't, I will still then have to double-check because a number of stakeholders are insisting that this is happening at the university. Some people, including students um, and and staff members, have also accused uh, the VC, um, Professor Bushlungu, of being arrogant Mm -hmm. in even how he manages the institution as well. Were you able to have a conversation with him? And I'm going to raise this issue also in part around uh, the part that you raise around the, the SIU, that once you deal with illegality, you can't deal with illegality with illegality. So with Professor Bushlungu's approach to try and clean out the house of Fort Hare and how he's being accused of arrogance, have you been able to have a sit down with him? We raised that. I didn't sit with the vice chancellor separately. I raised that within the context of council which himself is a member, and he was there, that there are lots of accusations around authoritarianism at Forte, and those are some of the things that I expect counsel to actually come back to me. You are right on the issue, because the single biggest complaint is that in the name of fighting against corruption, then there is creeping authoritarianism and illegal things that are being done. That is why one of the emphasis that I was saying is that we can't fight illegality with illegality. If we are fighting against corruption, we can't then use illegal means to actually achieve that. We must do everything according to the book, according to the rule of law. We are a constitutional democracy. So I raise that, and I'm expecting council, of course, to also address those issues. Firstly, to discuss this among themselves on Tuesday. Because I have no interest in micromanaging for today. No, do I have time? But they must discuss all these things on Tuesday and then be able to respond to me. I hope that the commitment they've made, that there will be no issue that will not be discussed. Hopefully they will come out of that meeting having addressed the issues or at least laid a very strong basis to address all the issues that are a problem there. And then on the issue of the SIU's concerns that you've raised there as well, also how long the investigations are taking, have you raised some of these issues with the president at all? Well, I raised this matter with the SIU when I met with them a few months ago. I raised it with Mr. MTB, you know, that I'm very concerned that the SIU goes into an institution, sits there forever. The first proclamation on Forte was in 2021. I don't even have a progress report on that. Or whoever then the, the SIU actually wants to. And then when you have a toxic environment like Forte, in the process, we have got murders, we have got accusations. It just worsens the situation. The second thing also, you know, people are saying, some of the stakeholders, some of the issues they are raising are said to be taken to the SIU. I said, no, the SIU is not a governing body. If that happens, it's wrong. Issues must be done in terms of the proper governance protocols. The SIU has not replaced council. The SIU has not replaced management in terms of ongoing day-to-day management of the institution. The SIU has a very specific task, which, by the way, is also uh, contained and and, and constrained within the proclamation as to what the SIU must do. And it can't go 
outside of those things, and it's not administering the institution. So insofar as that is concerned, I made it clear that if the such allegations are true, there must be no confusion, no SIU that must actually substitute counsel. You can't say when we are dealing, I'm not saying that's the case, with security and say, no, the security thing, I've reported them to the SIU instead of reporting them to counsel, for instance, Mm -hmm. for accountability. But have you raised this with the president, the one who uh, issues the proclamation and then the SIU oversteps? No. No, I haven't, because so far it's not the president's problem that. It's actually the problem of what people see the SIU doing. But in any case, I will be briefing the president next week on all these challenges that are facing us in some of our, of our institutions. We agreed before we left for Paris that we are indeed going to have a discussion. I'll brief him about UNISA, about Forte, about Mango Sutu University of Technology and so on. Yeah. And speaking about UNISA, just quickly, um, Doctor, is and a professor... Lastly, Adrian, because I'm catching a fly. Sure, eh? sure. Sh- sh- yeah. sure. It, it is the final one, Minister. Yes. Um, professor Stuart Mutata from the University of, of, of South Africa, UNISA, um, saying that the administration or UNISA itself should be placed under administration. Is this something that you'll be looking into when you have that meeting with the President? Well, I am looking already at what action actually needs to be taken. I will brief the president in terms of what my considerations as the minister are, because now the president will decide. I can't put the president in that predicament. I'm the minister that he is actually assigned. I will brief him in terms of how I'm assessing the entire situation. Thank you so much for your time. High Education Minister Dr. Bladen Zimande. 20-